0: Uh, my name's Louie, I work for the BBC and uh today we're gonna be um gonna be looking around some Nazi times. There you go. That's that's Louis. Did you enjoy
1: that? I did, I didn't know he was on the po oh, we should get him on the podcast.
0: Imagine he's like, you know what, I'm not gonna do any other stuff in lockdown, but I, what I will do is <laughs> <laughs> two voids essentially uh garage radio podcast, you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Uh good times.
0: Anyway, Dan, I would like you to do a big introduction today. Uh, Like, really go for it as big as you possibly do. Like, imagine you're a mosh pit, but verbal form, okay? Okay. Start it off.
1: Boom! Oh my god. Episode 118. People flying at me from everywhere. There's a rock concert happening. I'm so scared. Ah, they're trampling me. (laughs) Wow, oh my
0: god, that was a soundscape.
1: I I think I was confused by your mosh pit metaphor.
0: Yeah, I I think you were you you really went heavy on the rock analogy, but also I like how you got trampled on at the end.
1: It's all hundred. I, I was I was just suddenly in a in a world where like I was surrounded. At a, it was a rock concert, but it wasn't really a rock concert. It was like all the Greek gods and Norse gods and Egyptian gods playing music, and there was all of the episodes, 118 episodes in the mosh pit coming at me. Um, Weetabix Ooh. flying at me. Episode eight was just throwing Weetabix at me. It was weird.
0: There's an eagle biting your leather There's an eagle there's a biting ma- me. Oh, there's so there. there's a metal um, there's a metal uh Durothor. Like yeah, uh, the, and, the concert and was and called
1: the Igrasil y- concert. Igrasil,
0: <laughs> and also there's some horny norns as well. Some so. horny norns. Oh, what the... three, what was the free norns
1: called, Dan? <laughs> they were called uh, morning no nawning glory, nawning glory. Yeah, uh, French norn. Yep, nawning, nawning bastard.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> i like how you remember that but like
1: not episodes
0: yeah yeah it's weird uh fair play to you mate um also today dan is episode 118 remember like the the old uh, 118 commercials like 118, 118 118
1: 118 remember them wasn't the whole point of 118 that you could just call 118 and ask them anything yeah, I think so. Before think search it... engines. So wasn't that basically the premise. But
0: it came out at the same time as the internet really got big as well. So
1: people, like. Yeah, I never really understood it.
0: Years. Because he had the guys with um, the mustaches. The yeah. mustaches.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he's still they... around, actually, but it does something else now, but, 118.
0: But, like, it was like a directory. So, but it's kind of like you would call it up if you didn't have any money and then they would just challenge you afterwards. So it was like, they were outdated pretty fast. But I would also like to know if there were any other things which are outdated in a very short time frame. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine you made the light bulb, but then, you know, they they created... Um, the semant- <laughs> yeah, keep, keep, the go keep
1: going with this analogy, go on.
0: <laughs> they created solar power? I don't know. I, 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 I do I, I got confused. They invented the sun? I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, though,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've missed your analogies. Oh, it's been, no, a that was a strong, you, it's been a while since we had a mat analogy. That was a strong one. What I love about one. your analogies is they they go from zero to a hundred. Uh, but you get lost yeah. around the 70 mark.
0: Yes, so that's re- So that's a really good fitting way. And genuinely, when I do Twitch I often oh when I'm like when I am at work, I work for a mental health charity and I'm doing workshops and stuff like that. I uh, <laughs> I I am actually pretty slick at them. I, I whatever comes out of my mouth works quite a lot, do you know what I mean? It's quite fitting for the audience. But for whatever reason, whenever I'm around you, I really get convoluted very fast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I love it. So, Dan, have you ever used 118? No, I have has never any... used 118. I know people that try
1: to call them up and ask them, like, math homework Can questions. We have... Should we call them right now? No. Come on, that'd be fun. Well, what do they even do, 118? I don't want to get charged to call 118.
0: Well, you know. Only I me Google I... it
1: and see what they actually do now. Okay, 118, 118. Let's, let's Google it. Uh, 118 money, loans and credit. Holy shit. Yeah, Ooh. I think I was gonna say I think it's a financial thing now because do still see their adverts. Yeah, yeah, they do like money loans and credit. It's it's like a financial, um, it's like a financial company now. It's not what I'm it not used sure to if be. I would,
0: I'm not sure if I would trust some of my money people who like, started yeah, off in you know, life. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of like stick to your lane. If you know what I mean, I don't like imagine like. No, oh, I was gonna do another analogy, but that we know where it's gonna
1: go. <laughs> 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 yeah, they offer um, personalized financial solutions now. Wow, they really got boring. Yeah, they kind of grew up, didn't they? They grew, I mean? up, yeah, they, they set off life. Being it used fun. to be that we thought it was really funny to set this company up where you called us one one eight one one eight, and then we just like answered any questions you wanted. Uh, but then the internet was a thing, and now we do personalized financial solutions for loans and credit cards.
0: Oh, that's so lame. You know what I mean? That's gonna be yours in a couple of years. Mm. We're gonna be we're gonna be all over that, mate. You know what I mean? Um well, when myths becomes a financial <laughs> yes, podcast. yes, it Start out as a, a myths podcast, but very soon you can get some financial advice.
1: <laughs> now I'm joined here by Dan Rhodes and Matt Hoss, the creator of the world's biggest and most successful bank. Um guys, how did you start MIFS Bank? And how long? Have you, have you always been interested in finance? Uh, well, actually, we started a podcasting about Greek mythology, me? and then Is we did me? an episode on what? Yes, and then Louis? that Louis? Like, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, Louis. I got yeah. bored. Um, in on episode one one eight. um the boys were talking about the company 118 and how it now does financial solutions and also they made a joke about how they were you know i I wasn't interested in doing this and i quote garage podcast so um, (laughs) i I got bored um invested and here we are
0: okay so here's the legit legit and i mean proper legit not like uh the most legits we say in the podcast if anyone wants to take out a loan from us two today you email misspodcast at gmail.com and we will set up a loan for you right now if we will do whatever loan you want and it'll be very harsh
1: apr rates but we will do it for you dan are we all up for this um <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure because you don't i think rather famously you don't need any certification or licenses to be able to give people loans yeah, it's fine, like you know, like you can just give any that. members of the public, yeah, <laughs> like, I, there's really no alone. financial body or anything that's gonna like get in yeah. trouble or get us in trouble, right? And we're both very financially secure right now. We do
0: yeah. a podcast for heaven's sake, like
1: I've worked in shops before, like I know how to count money,
0: do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and you know, like Dan, you're famously uh
1: unemployed right now, and that's quite good for. For financial status, right? Yeah, it means I've got a lot of time on my hands to um <laughs> give other people money. <laughs> the admin
0: fees will be low sure. <laughs> so, um,
1: yeah. Actually, so, and the- <laughs> we'll become the first ever company that do minus loans. So like you you give us a hundred, no, like, we give you a hundred pounds, but we only ask for like ninety back. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: see, that's what that's what that's we're gonna undercut the rest of them. Yeah, you know I mean Yeah,
1: and the people are like, Are you sure this we're like, trust me, we've done the maths, this is gonna pay off. I mean, famously, we're very good at maths. So, <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: what I think we should do, Dan, is that um, uh, if they don't pay us back in time, you know, I, you know, because you're saying that we, we, there's no financial body, but also we gotta we gotta make sure that people trust us. So, I I'm, I don't want to say straight away, but if they don't pay immediately, maybe we could break some of the legs. You know, what I mean, but I I don't, don't want to say. I would break I legs. would say
1: exactly I would say exactly that. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. That's when, when they when they when they take money from Miss Bank from the Miss Bank, and then Money, it'll be called, I assume. Yes, for sure. Yeah. When they come to Miss Money for a loan, and as we like, we we'll see them out the door, we say, "Good luck, break a leg." And they say, "What?" And we say, "Oh, just a just a theatre term, <laughs> just a theatre term." And then we stare yeah. at them for an awkwardly long time as they just shuffle out the door. They'll just snapping it. some chopsticks. <laughs> you just holding a baseball bat in your hands. Yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like I... if we continue this on the path we're going this will end up as a panorama slash bit dirty money episode
0: but the worst thing is that you know like how the annoying thing is whenever you see like a podcast or like a documentary which is really well researched and stuff like that the annoying thing is about that documentary about us is that all the research is here you know what i mean people just listen to it You know what i mean it'd be really annoying if they to like broadcast our stuff Actually, that might be good for numbers, actually.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> what my worry is in the documentary about Myth's Money, they'll have to talk about how our podcast started as a mythology podcast and they're gonna like they might be rude about it. Oh well how could they? There's not. we've never said anything wrong. We've never <laughs> And we've never <laughs> been unprofessional. We've only, no, only ever we, given we, quality <laughs> podcast service. We definitely haven't put out some podcasts which neither of us enjoyed, but still <laughs> and i've definitely never been half asleep through any
0: of them oh mate yeah yeah for sure yeah and also i mean <laughs> that's going to be a whole episode on the week a bit special isn't it? like we started off strong i think we peaked too early episode eight we're at episode one eight now so 110 episodes later bam right oh, in the killjoy um shall we do today's myth yeah we should do it, actually let's go to a jingle
1: Dan, it's post-dringle. How are you? Oh, thank you for telling me. Oh, you know, like last episode, I got a bit confused about whether the yeah. post-dringle
0: had happened. I also accidentally put in quite a naughty dringle that you told me to take it out. So <laughs> I did, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very rare. Dan really, it's very rare that Dan asked me to take someone out. No, uh, I'm very uh, chill,
1: but Matt knows that if I've asked him to take something out, that he just kind of like, <laughs> wow, <"Well>, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's uh it's it's a moral barometer it's like i can't i can't put that out yeah you know it's bad if me if me dan rhodes is like oh that's a bit not true yeah <laughs> oh that's a bit uh, bit. <laughs> oh that's a bit morally questionable you're like wow yeah, yeah. Like, wow how bad is this and it makes me feel bad because I wonder
0: where I've gone wrong all this time.
1: Because you are normally the moral, per- in the, let's be honest, you're definitely the one that holds us in a higher uh, moral esteem. You're the one that keeps us on track. I mean, that's saying yeah. something, but still, comparatively.
0: Absolutely. For sure, for sure. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go to today's myth. And we're still on Egyptian mythology, aren't we, Dan? We are. So, two episodes ago, we had an episode, um, episode one and six was a full 40, which is brilliant. Um, we also, in the last episode,
1: was 20, half the mark. So, it's, I suggest today... is 10. It's,
0: yeah, 10. Sure.
1: <laughs> well, today, actually, I'm a bit worried, won't be that high-scoring, but I do think it'll be interesting. This is the myth of the girl with the red slippers. Can I get an ooh, ooh. from you, Matt, please? Ooh.
0: That's actually, you know, it's very classy. It is very
1: classy. I... I've done some uh, research, and by that I mean myths research. So I spent <laughs> like five minutes on one one page of one website. Um, so any documentary makers, professional, <laughs> yeah. And please don't say we don't do the research. Um, it's basically, I think, ba- essentially almost like an origin story for the for the cinderella story this is like from several oh. thousand years ago in egypt it's a cinderella like story um I, I believe and that's why it's about a girl with slippers and I, i'm pretty sure that's where this is going whether that's where disney got its inspiration from i didn't get around to googling that so i my research well, only went to the one website so um wasn't but yeah.
0: cinderella a folk i think a it fairy, is but no. it's interesting um, how like
1: different civilizations have similar Yes. Folklore can sound very similar in different parts of the world, can't it? Like they all have their own versions of the similar story. And I think this is just the Egyptian version. Um, but what's good about this is I don't think it, I'm just going to warn you, I don't think it has many any gods in it, if at all. I think this is more about just, this is just a myth about normal everyday Egyptian people.
0: Well, I, yeah, imagine, well, to, uh, hopefully it's interesting because the title is The Girl with the Red Slippers. And it, it sounds like it could be a bit like, you know, a bit saucy, but, but also it could be just a person waking up in the morning, Getting some breakfast and having a cup of tea. Or you know it's mean?
1: the classy version of the girl with the red dragon tattoo. Oh yeah, and she just writes on a a uh,
0: dickhead's chest saying, "Oh, not very nice." Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you are not nice. Okay. I I wouldn't appreciate that in the future. Um, actually. Matt, do you wanna do you wanna start us off today? I would love to. So this is the girl with the red slippers. In the last days of ancient Egypt. Not many years before the country was conquered by the Persians, she was ruled by a pharaoh called Amasis. Amasis? Amasis, I'd say, yeah. Amasis. So as to strengthen his country against the threat of invasion by Cyrus of Persia, who was conquering all the known world, he welcomed as many Greeks as he wished to trade with or settle in Egypt, and he gave them a city called Nocratis to be entirely their own. I mean, that's so not-
1: I'm is- a refugee, but that's nice, immigration there. He's welcoming people from Greece, foreigners from Greece. He's even given them a whole city. So that's nice. Yeah, well, it can- it is quite nice, but also what's happening there, it's like, uh,
0: um, yeah, you guys just, you have that city there. Like, we'll sit to our own cities. Don't don't assimilate with us. You just but have that
1: right is- there on the border with Persia. Do you just sit there? <laughs> yeah, you be you be the first people to go down. That's what he's doing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it seems a bit bit weird. And I think they're obviously trying to uh, set them up to go down. But anyway, in Norcratus, not far from the mouth of the Nile that flows into the sea at Canopus, there lived a wealthy Greek merchant called Charoxos. His true home was in that island of Lesbos, and the famous poetess Sappho was his sister. But he spent most of his life trading with Egypt, And in his old age, he settled at Nocratis. So, Dan, do you know where Lesbos is? What's Lesbos famous for?
1: Uh, It's where all of the world's lesbians come from.
0: But yeah, so Lesbos, uh, famous Greek island, and Sappho. Have we come across Sappho? I don't think
1: we have, but I believe she's a poetess. I wonder how you figure that out. (laughs) Uh, Sister of uh, uh, Charaxos. That's a cool name, by the way, Charaxos. That's a cool Greek name. Greeks do have some cool names.
0: So I think um roughly I think I'm not sure how how uh uh how true it is, but she's kind of a sapphoe scene is kind of like a the original kind of um like uh, like uh, an ancient Greek uh gay icon, if you know what I mean. So uh but I, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure how credentialed that is for sure. But do you know what I mean? It's one of those kind of myths.
1: We'll keep it like that's that's hundred percent accurate. Yeah, uh, it's uh, 100%
0: true. <laughs> Don't check any of the sources, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you'd like your loan from us, please, please. Uh, so essentially,
1: we've got a Greek guy who's old, and he, he obviously has traded a lot with Egypt. So he knows Egypt a lot, and he's decided that he likes it there, so he's going to settle there in this special city made for Greek immigrants, basically, in his old age.
0: Cool. Right. That sounds. This is quite nice and chilled so far. Mm. I like it. One day, when he was walking in the marketplace, he saw a great crowd gathered round the place where the slaves were sold. Out of curiosity, he pushed his way into their midst and found that everyone was looking at a beautiful girl who had just been set up on a stone rostrum to be sold.
1: So, we have some slave trade right here, just yeah, we've um it's actually a very beautiful paragraph, but essentially what's happened is we're like this beautiful city of Necrotis where migrants from Greece were allowed to settle in ancient Egypt. Uh, one day, this man saw a slave being sold.
0: first thing they have is a
1: slave trade, oh, that's great,
0: yeah, great, thanks, guys. um would you ever buy a slave, Dan oh. Uh,
1: I should just say no shouldn't I I do not even know why um that that seems like I thought about it um yeah for sure the answer is is no I'm sorry that that oh god that didn't come across well well that's staying in <laughs> I literally sound like I thought oh will I what
0: no obviously not <laughs> I wasn't offering it to you by the way that wasn't like uh like I, I that's don't buy that with your loan okay um she was obviously a Greek with white skin and cheeks like blushing roses, and Chiroxus caught his breath, for he had never seen someone so lovely. Consequently, when the bidding began, Chiroxus determined to buy her, and being one of the most wealthiest merchants in all of necrates he did so without much difficulty. How much do you reckon a slave is worth? Yeah, you know, no, no, so not. How much would reckon it's a going price for a slave?
1: Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. I would say. Probably, probably not as much as it should be. <laughs> it's probably that. Although, if she's very beautiful and sought after, I imagine people paid quite a lot for her potentially.
0: But I think what's quite creepy to begin with is that this is kind of lining lining itself up to be some kind of love story, but it does start in a very creepy place. Do you know what I mean? It's very yeah, much like, like this guy away. falls in love with this girl and literally finds her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's uh it's 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 on dodgy territory. Let's see where he goes from
1: here. When he had brought the girl, he discovered that her name was Rhodopis. Oh, that... Is she
0: your ancestor?
1: Oh my goodness! As if. Um, oh my god! Do you remember a name? Yeah, Rhodopis. I just said it.
0: Oh, she isn't your ancestor then. You know, you 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 never remember the peoples of your family members, the
1: names of your family. I just I just read it like th- like three seconds ago.
0: Well,
1: what's her name again? Without looking. Oh, okay. She, yeah, you're not related. I read like three seconds ago. I, well, I, I read it. Well, you know, what's your mum's name? <laughs> I do forget sometimes. <laughs> Let's not bring My that up God. again. Once he had brought the girl, he discovered that her name was Rodopis, and that she had been carried away by pirates from her home in the north of Greece when she was a child. They had mm. sold her to a rich man. Who employed many slaves on the island of Samos? And she had grown up there, one of her fellow slaves being an ugly little man called <laughs> who was always kind to her and told her the most entrancing stories and fables about animals and birds and human beings. Oh, Wait, yeah, I know someone a bit like that. Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> who are you talking
0: about? Dan, who are you talking about? But. When she was grown, up. no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Because about... what's quite what's quite nice is that we we have an introduction to Aesop, aesop Aesop and his fables, which is pretty cool. Yes, also,
1: did same, yeah. But it's a bit cruel that he's an ugly little man. I didn't need to do yeah. that. That was harsh. Why did
0: they Why did they add that detail in? Yeah, that was harsh. <laughs> I mean... Like, it sounds like it sounds really passive aggressive. Like, also, because uh, it
1: sounds funny that she's obviously telling him about this guy, right? So she's like, Oh, there's this guy. I really admire him. He was such a good friend to me. He was so kind. He told me entrancing stories and fables. He taught me about birds and animals and beautiful stories about society. Ugly little man, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like Charles started writing it and he's going, Oh, that,
1: he's a proper ugly little man
0: yeah you know I mean a very out. Know
1: yeah' I mean? it's, they're so positive about him like he seems like such a like they're obviously she obviously really liked this guy yeah it's uh I would have definitely dated him if he wasn't such an ugly little man
0: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah for sure like uh, um anyway uh so she's she was um raised up by Aesop what happened
1: but when she was grown up her master wished to, to make some money out of such a beautiful girl and had sent her to Rich Richnocratis to be sold. Chiraxos listened to her tale and pitied her deeply. Indeed, very soon he became quite besotted with her. Oh, there's a fucking spoiler. Yeah. He gave her a lovely house to live in, with a garden in the middle of it, and slave girls to attend to her. Oh, she's going up in okay. the world. Slave with oh, hold, slave. On, hold, on.
0: hold on one second. Right. So, firstly, can we talk about the house with the garden in the middle of it? Like, imagine you're, you you go into your flat, and halfway through, <laughs> there's, a, there's a garden with a massive hole in the massive roof. Like, oh, there's just a garden
1: here. Well, right, to be fair, I'm actually, I get that, though, because I've been to, like, if you go to Morocco and North Africa they, and uh, certain Mediterranean, Middle Eastern countries, they have that, like, the beautiful, like, square villas with, like, a big courtyard in the middle. I'm wondering if it's like that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and also in ancient oh, yeah. Roman houses, there was a place called the imperium. I think that's the name. I might be wrong, but basically, what we'd have is like there's a hole in the roof uh, to catch rainfall, and it's designed so elegantly to catch rainfall It's like a water feature, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so maybe yeah. something
1: people like that. He heaped her with presents of jewels and beautiful clothes, and spoiled her as if he had been as if she had been his own daughter. That's yeah. it's it's. So is he posotted in a more, like, father-daughter way? Maybe that's less creepy than being posotted in a sexual but way. still,
0: what's quite weird is that he still objectifies her in a way that he, the only reason he likes her is because she's pretty. And yeah, also,
1: that's, he wouldn't have purchased her had she not been pretty, that's true.
0: And also, it's not as like he's had a change of hearts because she was a slave girl and the way to make her feel special is to give her up her slave girls. And I'm sure she'd be like, um, this isn't cool. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be weird, anyway. wouldn't it? One day, a strange thing happened as Rhodopis was bathing in the marble-edged pool in her secret oh. garden. Oh. The slave girls were holding her clothes and guarding her jeweled girdle and her rose-red slippers, of which she was particularly proud. <laughs> oh, name of the, name of the myth. <laughs> While she lays in the cool water, for a summer's day in the north of Egypt, is very hot about noon. So she's just like, she's just she's relaxing like... in the pool. The slave girls giggling. <laughs> <laughs> is that what? Sorry, that was, okay. that was Egyptian. Is that how <laughs> Greek slave girls sound? I don't know.
0: Um, suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Sorry. One more. Try it one more time.
1: <laughs> 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 I haven't been about many girls. That-
0: you I got to say, like,
1: what's that? What's that? Suddenly, it all seemed quiet and peaceful. An eagle came swooping down out of the clear blue sky. Brian! Straight down as if to attack the little group by the pool. Oh, my God. Brian the Eagle has made a... uh, Give a round of applause for Brian the Eagle.
0: Triumphant return.
1: (laughs) Triumphant return. In a while, Brian. Good to see you. Also... (laughs) I love how Brian, for the courtesy of our us here at Myths, has decided to fly all the way from Greece to Egypt <laughs> slippers. I like that. He's he's like, "You guys will need me in the myth in the future." I better yeah. fly. To
0: it, in our he did come from Tartarus, which is Greek hell. So you know, he, he he he's a big eagle. He can fly around. You know what I mean.
1: Harder gold though, Brian Eagle, good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the slave girls dropped everything they were holding and fled, shrieking to hide among the trees and flowers of the garden. And Rhodopis rose from the water and stood with her back against the marble fountain at one end of it, gazing with wide startled eyes. But the eagle paid no attention to any of them. Instead, it swooped right down and picked up one of her rose-red slippers in its talons, then (laughs) soared up into the air again on its great wings and, still carrying the slipper, flew away to the south over the valley of the Nile. Wow! So I
0: like I like how the eagle, um, well Brian Eagle, he he has a great sense in fashion. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know we know that about Brian. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, uh, so that's pretty. So basically, a stolen shoe.
1: Also, also really nice to find out what Brian is doing in his spare time when he's not pecking Prometheus's liver.
0: Yeah, you know he's you know he's absolutely
1: a few seconds every morning. He's got the rest of the day to kill.
0: And also, why? Why only the one shoe? Why wouldn't you take both, like a pair?
1: Maybe I think he's just doing this to be a dick. (laughs) He's he's doing jackass,
0: but the bird (laughs) version of jackass. Yeah, he's just being a little... Jackfeather. Rhodopis wept at the loss of her rose-red slipper, feeling sure that she would never see it again, and also sorry to have lost anything uh, that Chiroxos had given to her. But the eagle seemed to have been sent by the gods! Perhaps by Horus himself, whose sacred bird he was. Interesting. His is Brian so just say- a
1: freelance go- eagle for the gods. Now it doesn't matter yes. what Greek, Roman, Egyptian, nor doesn't matter. Brian, he's a freelance. He's just a freelance eagle.
0: Because the gods come and go, but Brian is eternal. Do you know <laughs> yeah,
1: what I mean? Yeah. He's just a freelancer. He's the eagle to go to if you're a god at some point in the ancient civilizations.
0: Also, I don't want to jump the gun, but, you know, you know, in uh, Noah's Ark where, like, um, they they get a bird to, like, um, yeah, like, uh, I think, yeah, he goes goes between mythologies, you know, for sure. For he flew straight up the Nile to Memphis and then swooped down towards the palace. At that hour, Pharaoh Amasis sat in the great courtyard doing justice to the people and hearing any complaints that they wished to bring. Like, "Uh, excuse me, can you not do slavery anymore? Banish him.
1: Do you reckon, though, it's that sort of thing where they're like, can you not do slavery anymore and like political things? Or is it one of those like town council public meetings where the Pharaoh's just sitting there listening to people be like, my neighbor's wheelie bin obstructs my driveway. Can you <laughs> banish him? And the Pharaoh's like, that's not really anything that I'm, that's a little bit too below my pay grade. If we could think of yeah. things a bit more. Um, there's a play area near my house and um, the kids are loud at night and it annoys me. Yeah, again, uh, I'm the yeah. pharaoh. So maybe uh, can we do, talk about some bigger issues here, please? Uh, the,
0: the swing near my house in the park is it's
1: it's, it's not it's broken. And the kids, yeah, I that sort of thing. And the pharaohs like, do I really have to be here for this? Oh my god, I'm trying to be a public servant, god damn it! Uh, they wouldn't let me in the
0: PTA meeting actually. So uh, and actually, uh, I pay good money to be on a PTA. Oh, fuck. Say Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll set a committee. Okay, fair enough. I like how Pharaoh Fer- uh, Amathis is there. Uh, he gets tired with all the admin. He's not like a cool Pharaoh. You know what I mean? He's not like all the pyramids are being built. He's like, okay, I've got to deal with the admin right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, that, it's like PMQs. It's like, oh, it's Wednesday afternoon. I've got to go and have the townspeople to tell me their problems. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Uh, the sewage system isn't very good. Could you employ... Oh, my Jesus. Can you just, like, just shit in a bucket, mate? All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, my wheelie bin's obstructing my neighbour's driveway. Fine. We'll sort it out. The swing of yeah. my neighbor's house is loud. Fine. We'll sort it out. Is it true that you've just put Greeks in Necratis to stop them as cannon fodder in case the Persians invade? Uh, executed. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: I think it'd be even funnier if he was like, uh, sorry, there's a there, there's a person. It uh, go like now, in, in, like the wheelie bin situation. It goes, oh, just execute them both. What? No, them no <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's how he deals with all of them. They have been problems Executes <laughs> <laughs> <He keeps> people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, so he has complaint hour down over the courtyard. Swooped the eagle and dropped the rose red slipper of Rodopus into the Pharaoh's lap. The people cried out in surprise when they saw this, and the too was was taken aback. But as he took up the rose red slipper and admired the delicate workmanship and the tiny of it, he felt that the girl whose foot who it was made for must indeed be one of the loveliest in the world.
1: So he's a he's, fe- he's a fe- foot fetisher.
0: Yeah, he's he's a Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, what I mean <laughs> Tarantino. Yeah, and uh, you, sh- you should have heard the thing we were saying off air. I was very angry. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, what well, I don't like,
1: yeah, well, that's how we um, like. You were but... angry about Tarantino's film *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, not his fet footage.
0: Well, I was annoyed by that as well, but I didn't say it. <laughs> but uh, which is rampant in that film as well. Um, anyway, but with um, so imagine that if you found a shoe of a person you didn't know and go, oh, it's quite small. I, best to, I bet the person who has who is the owner of this is lovely. It's like, well, Mark, mate, you just got it from Primark. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's wildly produced. You know what I mean?
1: But these are nice slippers, Matt. They're not wildly produced. Yeah, I know.
0: But come on, mate. Like You live in a small fucking place. You know what I mean? Like, Of course it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you, like,
1: the small place it, of Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> Egypt. Tiny, insignificant, ancient Egypt. Yeah. Oh, there's only like, five but... people live here? Come on. <laughs>
0: But no, but I all I mean is that like it's it's a weird logic, right?
1: Yeah, but also you know this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to him during uh, people's question hour. So I guess he's but,
0: all right. Imagine instead of dropping the slipper like the the eagle shits in the shoulder, is he going to try and like make Lewis Brian the eagle? Yeah, I mean like like it's it's
1: you know. Imagine if Boris Johnson is doing a prime minister's questions and a giant eagle flew in the House of Parliament and dropped. Um, Flew into the House of Commons and dropped a um, some red slippers into his hands. He would be like, "Damn, yeah." But I don't think he's going to go.
0: I'm going to marry the person who's uh, uh, who did this. Uh, well, I might have an illegitimate child then, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, that was my satire. Nice, oh, all... political. I like it. Mm. Anyway, what did he say? Me, he said. Um, Indeed, Emasus the Pharaoh. Sorry, I, I tried to transition to myself there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Indeed, Emasus the Pharaoh, soon moved by what had just happened, he issued a decree. Would you like to do this bit, Dan?
1: Yeah, how, how do, you do, it do you sound it? without being a uh, racist? Uh,
0: could you? I think uh, I think he's going to sound West Country.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to go for like a King Xerxes kind of like kind of voice.
0: I think that's err on the side of danger for sure. So I think um Let I don't know. my
1: messengers go forth like that sort of thing. You sound a bit like Well um, like one of those really like posh like a King Joffrey type. Um yeah, okay, that sounds fun. Um but really petulant, that'd be yeah. quite good. Let my messengers go forth through all the cities of the Delta and, if need be, into Upper Egypt to the very borders of my kingdom. Let them take with them this rose red slipper which the divine bird of Horus has brought unto me, and let them declare that her, from whose foot this slipper came, shall be the bride of Pharaoh.
0: Okay. right. Well, some interesting things here. Right. They said, let my messengers go forth, right? But there's only one slipper.
1: They can uh, get, a, <laughs> get a papyrus, draw a picture of it, and be like, have you seen this? Yeah, show? because what,
0: what do you mean? What do you mean? At least the Cinderella story made sense. Like, there were glass slippers just for her feet. And also, glass slippers don't really, you know, like, don't really exist. Red slippers kind of.
1: They, my point is that they must exist more than just one pair, right? <laughs> but these are beautiful um, bejeweled red slippers. And they don't mean slippers as in, like, things you put your feet on in the mornings. They're slippers as in, like, beautiful shoes. Yeah, but e- even so, my point still stands, surely uh no!
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't just say I no. We
1: had a whole page earlier about where they talked about how like special that how 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 um. All right. All right. gone and bought these you know, super expensive, wealthy, but personalized slippers for right. this woman. Yeah,
0: it's, it's
1: all right. It's all right. Also, they've probably got her initials. Right.
0: You say probably. You're making shit up as you go. You can't. I, I think you're being defensive over this myth. You're biased, mate? Carry on. Anyway. Then the messengers prostrate. <laughs> I thought they were touching the prostate there. <laughs> uh, the messengers put their fingers up their butt and their tiny little buttholes and <laughs> themselves crying. Um, the messengers prostrated themselves crying, Life, health, strength be to the Pharaoh. Pharaoh has spoken and his commands shall be obeyed. So they set forth from Memphis and went by the uh, by way of Helopius, Helopo, Helopolis, Helopolis. You okay? <laughs> I think I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So they set forth from Memphis and went by the way of Helopolis and Tanis and Canopus until they came to Nocratus. Here they heard of the rich merchant of Karaxos and of how he bought the beautiful Greek girl in the slave market and how he was lavishing all of his wealth upon her as if she had been a princess in the care, put put in the care of his by the gods. Put in his care by the gods. Do you want to read for a bit (laughs) then?
1: So they went to the great house beside the Nile and found Rhodopis in the quiet garden beside the pool. When they showed her the rose-red slipper, she cried out in surprise that it was hers. She held out her foot so that they could see how well it fitted her, and she bade one of the slave girls fetch the pair to which she had kept carefully in memory of her strange adventure with the eagle. Oh, she's got sentimental value about the time an eagle scared the shit out of her.
0: Yeah.
1: When the men knew that this was the girl whom Pharaoh had sent them to find, and they knelt before her and said, this is I say it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the good god Pharaoh Amasis life, health, strength, be to him. Bits you. They don't need to say it halfway through the sentence. Why do really? they have to
1: keep saying that every time? Does this Amasis Pharaoh make it the say life, health, strength, be to him every time they mention his name? Because that would get tired of an evening. Do you reckon it's like a sponsorship deal? Like it's sponsored by like uh, Innocence Movies, Life Health, and Innocence Movies. because so like you work for him. So when you get home, hey honey, how was your day? Oh, the craziest thing happened. The Pharaoh, Life Health, Strength, Beat Him, said to me yeah. um, to do this task, and I was like, but Pharaoh, uh, Life Health, Strength, Beat Him, <laughs> I want to do that? Yeah. It's gonna take me ages to get to Nocratis, and the Pharaoh, Amasis, Life Health, Strength, Beat Him, was, <laughs> like, was yeah, exactly fun. right. <laughs> The good god Pharaoh, life, health, strength, be to him.
0: Um, I like. I'm going to shout that bit. <laughs> the good god Pharaoh, amasses,
1: life, health,
0: strength, be to him, and bids you welcome to comeols, um, speed to come to his palace in Memphis. There, you should be treated with all honor and given a high place in his royal house of women. <laughs> for he believes that Horus, the son of Isis and Osiris, sent that eagle to bring you those red rose, red slipper, and cause him to search for you. Um, right, hold on. So there's a lot to dig down here. I've got two points. First point: um, He's doing all this so she can stay at his house of women. Yes. What's what's the point of that? It's just a place full of. He's obviously got a harem of women, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, like, come on, mate. Like, it's a. Now here's and it leads to my second point. Then, right earlier in this myth, they were talking about the fact that. Uh, this is the last days of ancient Egypt before it was going to be taken over by Cyrus of the Persians. This is probably the reason why they were destroyed, because, like, instead of building an army and getting ready to fight, he's been dicking around trying to find this lady for a while just so he can have his end away before he's killed. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, basically. But look, he's... Yeah, it's all a bit weird, isn't it? I can't justify (laughs) You're going to try, but fair enough. Um... Would you like to finish off? Such a command could not be disobeyed. Rhodopis bade farewell to Sir who was torn between joy at her good fortune and sorrow at his loss, and set out for Memphis. And when Amasis saw her beauty, he was sure that the gods had sent her to him. He did not merely take her into his royal house of women. No, no, no. He made her his queen and the royal lady of Egypt, and they lived happily together for the rest of their lives, and died a year before the coming of <laughs> Embassus the Persian.
0: I thought that he They died a year later. <laughs> <laughs> he murdered to the spot. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, so it is kind of a ranks to riches
1: story. Charaxos um, kind of gets a really raw deal there, right? Yeah, I mean, he invests heavily in this woman, and then she just gets taken by a pharaoh.
0: But also, what I like about this is, like, imagine, like... Uh, uh, they go all this way, find Rodopos, and they bring her along. And then when Amasa saw her for the first time,
1: oh, you're ugly. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, you remember this little ugly man I know called Aesop from Greece. You heard of him?
0: <laughs> Lovely stuff. And with that, let's go and rank this, mother. So, uh, as I will re rank this in four categories life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF, we mark out each category out of 10. So, Dan, let's talk about life skills. What, what practical things did we learn today?
1: Uh, we've learned how to buy a slave.
0: Yes, we learned how to uh, create slippers.
1: Yeah, we learned how to um, get attacked by an eagle. Yeah, we
0: learned how to uh, fly.
1: We learned how to well, fly. We learned how to, like, f- detective work. We learned how to find whose slipper it was.
0: Yeah, we also learned uh, how to abuse your power and also how to be a bad manager.
1: We learned how to be misogynistic.
0: Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's inbuilt at this point. Um, but, uh, yeah, but also, like, we learned how to unjustifiably spend a lot of money on someone. Do you
1: know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think a lot of these morals as well, we, we will revisit them in a second. We learned how to fly, pick up a shoe. We also learned how to chant, Life help, be strengthened. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, uh, what are you thinking? When you say it out loud, I, oh, um, not that much. I, I think, think a three four. or a four. Four, I think.
1: Four, deal. Give it, type it in, punch it in.
0: Oh, I did it wrong in place. Um uh, okay, yeah. Right, so I'm really four... far
1: away from my keyboard right now. So That's i can fine. fine.
0: Uh so let's talk about morals. We kinda of, I think this is actually gonna be quite a high one because firstly, yeah uh, we gotta talk about Toroxus, because Toroxos is um he buys this girl because she's beautiful, but not because what she it's entirely to do with looks, yes. right? Yeah. and he spends so much money on her and then she leaves him uh for the Pharaoh. Uh, and he is always a bit creepy. He was definitely trying to hit on her, I feel, uh, even though he has a fatherly vibe. Uh, and though he's kind of dicked over, do you reckon he deserves it?
1: Yeah, because it serves that like it was never you can't just buy a person. So if she wants to go to the pharaoh, she can go to the pharaoh. Like he had no real say in it, did he? Even though like he couldn't just be like, But I've invested so much in you, like tough shit man. Like, hey, yeah, if, if you love her, let her go. But yeah. also within that. It, well, that being said,
0: like, she also, she kind of gets passed around quite a lot. She's literally an object. And it did eyes, say
1: that yeah. she went to the pharaoh because she was like, she couldn't say no to the pharaoh because, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. It would have been quite a sweet story if she said, no, I'm going to hang out with He's like,
1: sorcerers. yeah, would you like to come to my house in Egypt? She's like, oh... I do actually really like it here with Taraxos, so I think I'll stay. And he's like, I will literally fucking behead you. And she's like, anyway, I'll get my suitcase.
0: Yeah, and like <laughs> you don't want to end up like those people with the wheelie bins. You know, <laughs> yeah. right.
1: He's like, I had a stressful day today at the uh, public hearing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah,
0: I also don't trust birds. Um, well, I actually do trust birds because uh, Brian's awesome. But uh, also, um, I'll, also, this is a very... Very Norse thing which happened is that they added a detail about aesop and never returned to it. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? That I was think.
1: very Norse, actually. Egyptian is like a good mix of Norse and Greek sometimes. The way they yeah. like the, in terms of their narrative.
0: Sure. Well, I think actually ancient Greek uh, follows from ancient uh, ancient ancient Egypt follows from ancient Greece because uh, like it's kind of like chronology of the civilizations. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a historian. Um, but whatever we do say is all true. So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, despite um, increasing evidence that we might actually be historians.
0: Um, also, I, I I think I'm going to repeat the point I made. The fact that he spends his time dicking around, even though Cyrus is on the border. Uh, and he just spends his time trying to find a girl. I think that's so dumb. You know what I mean? It's bad, <laughs> bad leadership.
1: That is bad leadership, actually.
0: And what, what I actually.
1: What are you thinking, Morals?
0: I don't think you'll agree, but I think this is a seven.
1: I, no, I was going to say seven.
0: Yeah, because I think it's it's got a fair amount.
1: slavery and like, yeah, I like... Yeah, I think it does. Seven. Give it a seven. All righty.
0: Uh, and so creativity, what do you think? Um,
1: it was a little bit creative. I mean, we had the eagle... We had the I I do like a bit. I mean, you joked about earlier the bit of the backstory. It kind of adds tone, didn't it? How Necratis was full of like Greeks. Um, We've got like this impending war about to happen, like the Cold War stalemate situation with Persia. Looks like it's about to invade. Tensions are high. Clearly, the Pharaoh doesn't care about that and just wants to get his rocks off. Um, but it's not crazy. I I think a four or five.
0: Well, actually, well, then again, I think we got to talk about how it links to different myths. Like we have. um... Well, the fact that it, there's no gods in it, which goes against it, but also the fact that it's the origin story for Cinderella, I think that's a big that's a big thing. Yeah, that it. is true. Yeah, and, but, but it's different enough for it to be a different story. Do you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, like stuff like uh, how Aesop's linked into it, also how Sappho is linked into it, um, and also uh, stuff like um, like yeah, Horus, the divine bird of Horus, as well. Um, yeah, I don't think it's much, but maybe a five. I think I think a five.
1: Think... Yeah, yeah. And then okay, d- WTF? Um, we've probably said it all. But I look. Let's be honest. It had this. It's a bit fucked up with the whole slavery situation about how also, these two guys kind yeah. of take her essentially.
0: And also. Charaxos is creepy i think that's the major part of today's myth uh he's very he, we don't know his intentions no uh,
1: it's like half it's, creepy half oh he could be a father figure we just don't know but even so as a father figure he
0: doesn't it doesn't treat her like a daughter he kind of treats her as an object yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very it it's a very creepy behavior it's very toxic uh, um also the fact that the bird took the slipper and he sent all his men to trace her down that's weird uh Unnecessary, some might say. Yeah. Uh, also, the fact that the, the the men shout his name all the time—that's funny. That's funny, um, <laughs> it's funny actually. Um, but there's no gore. No, Everyone dies. There's the no death. gore. Uh, very little gods. Oh, well, hints at gods, but not not really. Uh, but I, I kind of like the fact that it's like a, a human one. Do you yeah, I mean? it was nice.
1: I think a three or four. Let's
0: say i say four. I, I think, think it's four. a
1: slightly below average for WTF. So I think a four. Yeah,
0: because it hits, it. what it does do, it does the areas very well, but doesn't do them very often. Do you know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so four so that, at seven, at five, at four. Is that 20 again?
0: I think it's 20. 20. Yeah. Nice.
1: It's tied with yesterday's Anubismith. Or yesterday, uh, last week.
0: Nice. So by that logic, we'll have a 40 next time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, thank you so much for listening. We do hope you enjoy these because we enjoy it, don't we, Dan?
1: We do enjoy it, very much so.
0: And if you would like to correspond with us, please email us at misspodcasts at gmail.com. And we're, we are, at the moment, because of the pandemic, we are recording these uh, weekly. So uh, we're kind of very much close to the mark. So if you want your email read out pretty fast, get in touch. And also you can give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It'd be really handy if you can do that. And also share it with friends. And beyond that, give us a follow at Miss Podcast and Misfits, Misfits on uh, Facebook as well. Anything else, there?
1: No, I think you've nailed it. Also, go and give Matt's podcast a listen. It's called Castable. I still haven't oh, listened season... to it, but apparently it's good.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, a five-star rated at the moment. Also, uh, season two just came out, so please, please go, go and give that a listen. We've got some great guests. this, Justin this Morehouse. Justin Morehouse. Justin Murrow House. So, you, you know enough about it, but you don't like it on the social. <laughs> so, I, pre- I told that. I told that, Dan. I told that enough. Uh, so, Dan, why, why haven't you listened to it yet?
1: I Look, this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't really listen to podcasts. Oh, shut up. Anyway,
0: uh, do do you listen to Castable? Uh, you can download it on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, where else, wherever you get your, your podcast from. And also, why don't you follow me at Twitch, at Mahos Comedy. Uh, I do lots of Twitch that at the moment. I'm actually blowing up quite big at the moment, so if you want to join the hype, see, join me for a couple of games, I'll see you there.
1: Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm busy when you're doing that, so I'll, uh, you know, probably... You're
0: not busy. I, you're so unemployed at the moment. What are you doing? Oh, Superman, uh, you don't know. I, I might have things on. You, you'd never have things on.
1: Oh Never has a true word been spoken.
0: <laughs> well, well, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think it's time for you to go and out your wheelie bin. Go and chat to Amasis about it. I, you will, know, do. Yeah,
1: I will do. I will hope that I get expedited.
0: Uh, anyway, uh, I've been Matt Hoss. I'm Dan I've Rhodes. Bit, and we'll see you next week for more M- Capers in the Land of Mythology. Have a good Take week, again, guys. guys. Bye. Bye. Myths. Myths. That, and that analogy is not stated. Not <laughs> I really messed it up. It's a very, very, it's a very funny joke, which I messed up.
1: Weird. Anyway, I, carry on. It, but, that was,
0: that, that is but that's the, the
1: point. Is. I know I get it. We can keep this in. That, that I get it. No, that's no, no. We're cutting it.
0: Anyway. Um. So Um. do you mind if I just uh, pop to the toilet for a second? I, to be honest, I've, I had some snot. It's. I pushed it out into my
1: hand, and
0: uh, it's on my thumb, and I want to get rid of it. I don't have any tissue nearby. Is that all right?
1: Uh, yes. Go and go and do that. I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, do, what do you think of me? Are you disappointed?
0: <laughs>
1: this is definitely one of the lower points of... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the sad thing is, I've definitely done this before as well. Yeah, a woman is being sold into slavery, and Matt... uh, <laughs> hand. Yeah.
0: Well, that's not the first
1: time. All right, be right back. Can you keep people entertained? Yeah, I will do. Oh, hey guys, Matt's gone to the toilet, so now I have to entertain you. Apparently, I don't know any jokes. Oh, I oh no, I can't juggle. And if I did, I've just realised that this is a podcast, so you wouldn't be able. You just hear me juggling, and that is not I've been told by Matt fun to listen to. Um Oh I could ride a unicycle. And oh, no, again, that's that's not really Hello. Interesting. Oh hey, how you doing? What were you saying? Nothing.